You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Life's so full on. I've been working on this deck for ages. These steaks don't cook themselves, you know. Life's good with a Trex deck. Composite decking made from 95% recycled materials that won't rot, stain or fade. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. A Balfour's in one hand and your team colours in the other. Balfour's are for the game. Tomorrow's car is in stock today. Tech driver Hyundai Tucson turbo diesel all-wheel drive. You're listening to The Run Home with Kimbo and The Roots. Hello and good afternoon. Wherever you're listening... Right across South Australia and Adelaide, of course. We're live from SNSA Studio Lumo. Miles Fitzner filling in for Kim Dillon. And we do it all thanks to Balfour's. The run home brought to you by Balfour's, of course. Balfour's in one hand and your team's colours in the other. Balfour's are for the game. It's the run home with Kimbo on the Rooch. And the Rooch, he has walked into the studio. The 2007 Gold Media Award winning for service to South Australian football, Michelangelo Rucci. Party people! Rooch, here he is. Rooch, here he is. Hey. Rooch, shaka laka, shaka laka, shaka Welcome tra- back. <laughs> I'm well, back. How many, Rooch. how many more co-hosts can I have day after day after day? Well, you've hit the bottom of the barrel. With no, me, Miles. you had the, you had. You're the only Bonser one who's on, been invited so. back. <laughs> yeah, not by the listeners. Oh, well, you've got to rattle. We've got to rattle a cage every so often. Well, don't I don't you? mind the cage. Hey, Roach, deadline trade week, or trade period. Yeah. Finally, finally, the innuendo, rumours, mythology, um, is over. Thank goodness, it's well, over. Well, a fair few deals were done right at the last minute, as you would expect when there's a TV presentation to go with it. All you know, all the drama you, at the end. Well, you saying this is staged? Oh, might as, you might as well think it that way. I mean, you saying the, well, why it's else would staged. you say? Why else would you say we're not taking any paperwork until three o'clock? Because it's it's all part of the drama. It's all hey, this is entertainment. This is sport entertainment. This is why the AFL is one of the kings of Australian sport. They know how to present events. They know how to make it all exciting. You just know, how, on how that. many people would have been? I, I'm sure there were heaps of Port Adelaide fans who kept just. Tuning in to SEN, kept going on their apps. Oh, trade radio. Flew into oh. Seven Plus's arrangement with the trade, just to find out, is Chris Davies, is Jason Cripps about to walk in the room? Have they got the paperwork for Asava Radagalia? And then <laughs> it's one minute to seven. No one has moved. It's 30 seconds to deadline. Still no one has moved. And no then, one moved. No one moved. <laughs> Asava Radagalia is staying at Geelong. Mm, well, I'm happy about how it. How do Port fans feel about that? How do they think they did come out of the trade period? And, and the same with the Crows fans. It was one target. Isaac Rankin, Jason, sorry, Justin Reed delivered as the list manager at Adelaide. Billy Frampton goes to Collingwood. They left with two draft picks. First one at 23. Will Jim Jim McElhaney's son make it as a father son to Adelaide? Do they have enough points? There are so many questions still to be answered. Uh, Roots, just before we get into the Radagalia one, and we'll dissect Port and Crows, we've got a big show coming Who's up. Who's on? Uh, 
uh, Billy Dowling's going to join us from the oh. North Adelaide Football Club. Yeah, he's entertainment. He's a star. Uh, Matt Rendell, he's box office. Yes. He's as big as they get. They're, they're oh. going to come firing oh, in for Rendell. All his predictions. Yes, no. Hey, he's you won s- a year supply of coffee from Kim Dillon. Oh, well, Kim's never paying that. Matt isn't Crouch he? is still on the Adelaide Football Club list. Uh, well, unbelievable, isn't it? Oh, well, it's sad, actually. It is, it is sad. sad. It is sad. Um, another one, uh, too. We're going to be joined by Joe Gauci, Craig um, from the goalkeeper from the Adelaide United Football Club, Craig Starsevich, the Brisbane Lions AFLW coach, and Todd Gray's tips as well. And we want to hear from the listeners, uh, 0427-154-166. One quick one before we dive into it is... Do we can we do more in regards to the entertainment? I only recently watched the movie Draft Day, you know, with Kevin Costner. Oh yes, yes. Right, yes. and I mean we're so far behind American sport in that regard. But around the draft trade, though, could we do more entertainment-wise, or is it just we just not? It's just not part of our game. Oh, if you're going to go down that path, to then have some genuine, uh, what would be the word for some genuine trading? It's what Jason Cripps put on the table in 2018. If you give them players free agency, you give clubs free trading. So all of a sudden, it's open. You, you need you need a and you you saw how that film is where all of a sudden players get thrown into the equation. We want this one, you want that one, and all of a sudden the players get a phone call. You're playing for West Coast next year. Pack your bag. Yep. Now. Players' union will never go for it. The AFL's too scared to rattle that cage. But the clubs are, are edgy on that. If the, the power shift has gone towards the players with free agency, the clubs have got to get smarter and, and they want more power in it. Now, it'd be interesting, wouldn't it? Imagine all of a sudden it's uh, 10 minutes to seven and Geelong says, look, pick 33 ain't going to cut it. Um, if you want to take Radagalia, um, we'll also throw a draft pick back at you, but we'll want, um, oh, just to throw a name into the mix. Let's say they'd say, oh, we want, uh, or, or I mean, let's put Riley Bonner because he was on the train. Yeah, Bonner. Let's yeah. Put and let's say Riley Bonner had not known previously that he was Yeah, just to get done. Phone call goes go. to Riley You're on your way to Geelong. Good luck. It'd be interesting, wouldn't it? It would. I, I, I find it fascinating that uh, that ability to. I mean, that they do a lot of the future pick trading, don't they? As in second round, third round, so allowed to do that. And then the, the AFL can block another future first round yeah, or something yeah. like that because you get too many and you're only allowed to trade two first rounders in one regard or the other. And I mean, anyway, that we could deep dive for that for ages. But just on the Radagalia one, mm-hmm. I, I, we spoke about it when I filled in last time. I'm obviously a Cats man, and I didn't want to lose him at all. He's a very good player, and it couldn't get done. Did you want to, do you want to hear from Jason well, what Cripps we, first What we up? need to know is, and we spoke with Matt Randell about this yesterday, because he made the point, the future second for Radagalia, which would have been in the early 30s, or 33... Or 33 on the... Well, that's more than enough. If you think about it, it was a future second for Aaliyah. Future second for Finlayson. Who, who are better players? They're both better players than Radigalia. I know he's on contract or all Yeah, that, but, but they're... they're bar- well, Aaliyah was a bargain. Yeah, but... Aaliyah was a... Bar- like, well, like, you can, I know, you can... I mean, he was, he's, recruit, he's probably one of the best recruits to go to any club in the last four or five years. Well, the mystery here is, if it was not going to be 33, not going to be a future second... 
what was really needed to close the deal. Now, Jason Cripps said this from the Port Adelaide side of it all. Yeah, well, that's a good question. You probably need to ask Geelong that and what, what <laughs> their reasons, what their real reasons were. Um, look, obviously, the pick 33, that's what it was. That was that was on the table. Um, everybody else can sit in judgment whether that's fair for a guy who played four games this year and wasn't in their best 22. Um, but at the end of the day, it's Geelong's prerogative not to do the deal. He was, he was contracted. Uh, we're just really disappointed, obviously, for us, but even more so for Asaba, who was... Who was desperate to get to our footy club, um, but as I said, that that's that's Geelong's decision, and um, you know we've just got to got to move on, unfortunately. Okay, that's Jason Cripps leaving us without the answer as to what actually Geelong wanted. So he's pushed that one back onto Geelong. He's pretty well saying, "Well, I'm not going to tell you what happened on the trade talks. You're going to have to well, ask Geelong if they want to." But this is Andrew Mackey, is the list manager at Geelong, on the same question as to why the deal didn't go through. To be honest, that was a really tough call. It was, um, yeah, we, we, we like to explore, you know, players um, tell us that they'd like to get somewhere. And that was the case with Sav, obviously. Um, but in the end, mate, it was it was a matter of the, the list need for us. And, and to be fair, he went into defence later in the year, the second half of the season. I think it's obviously caught the eye of other, other clubs, including mm. Port. I think that's what they had planned for him. Um, and we just want to see that out with him. It was uh, it was a small sample size, but something that we were pretty excited about. We um, we sort of sat him down and said, "How about moving back?" He was sort of stalling a little bit in his, in his role forward of the footy and and in the ruck, and he was injured a bit this year too. So we're confident that um, we can help provide some opportunity for him um, going forward, and and we want to see what it's got, what you know, what next year looks like for him. Um, clearly, it's not easy to do though when a player does do that. And um, you know, as, as you saw last night, we were able to facilitate a move that would allow Cooper Stevens to get more mm. opportunity and and Jordan Clark last year. So there is scenarios where we we do do it, but key position players are, as we all know in the footy industry, they're so hard to come by. So essentially, what he's saying is, they tried to explore the option. Port didn't come up with enough, and they were it was more benefit to their list for what the offer was. Uh, in a defensive role uh, than, than what they got off. Well, the timeline on this one is that Andrew Mackey starts the trade talk saying, no way. No way are we moving Asava Radagalera on. He's a contracted player, required player, all those old lines. But the next day, he's quite open to talk. Port clearly did because Asava Radagalera made it clear he wanted out. And by the end of the trade period, well, no deal could be struck because clearly Geelong was standing firm on its original point, unless it was an absolutely super deal like like the one they yeah, got out of Gold Coast. But unless Port didn't offer enough, right? Well, they didn't have much to offer, really. 30, it was 33. Now, they felt, and just like Jason Cripp said, it's up to everyone else to debate whether 33 is enough or not enough. Matt Rendell thought yesterday it was more than enough. Now, the near, the end of trade period debate is, and I love the feedback from Crows and Port fans on this, Adelaide, bring in Isaac Rankin, a number three draft pick in 2018, four years at Gold Coast, is regarded as one of the most outstanding talents that the Sample has ever put into the AFL draft. So he is in a come-home deal to the Crows. Out is Billy Frampton of whereby Adelaide get a better draft pick, a future third, than what they ever gave Port Adelaide, which was a future fourth. So they've done better there on that one. But that's it. That's where they, they are. They've got draft pick 23 and 46, and they've got big decisions to make on list management after uh, retirement of Luke Brown. 
Ben Davis not on the list. They're going to have to cut one more, and they've got the big question on Paul Seedsman. Will he make it back? So, Crows fans, do you feel in this strategic plan that Justin Reid and the list management crew chaired by Mark Rusciuto has taken a positive step forward into making Adelaide more competitive next year as they go through their rebuild? And at Alberton, Port fans, well, they were all excited as anything when Jason Horn francis deal was put through. Jason... Um, Jason Cripps certainly fulfilled on that one by having just a swap of draft picks all over the place rather than ever giving up a player. Junior Rioli comes in from West Coast to answer the need of what is a small forward without Robbie Gray, without Motlop, and the question marks on Orazio Fantasia. They lose Carl Amon as a free agent, didn't lose Riley Bonner despite his opportunity to look elsewhere. And now the question is... No key defender brought in, which was a, a glaring need. And we know how much pressure that Port Adelaide defence was put under, particularly when Cleary and McKenzie kept needing to go in for knee surgery. So are Port fans happy? The, the real question for Port fans is you finished the year pretty well either fearing or being told Port Adelaide's premiership window was closing. Has it just been swung open again? Do you feel you're in a better place to contend for the premiership than you were two weeks ago. So these are big it, questions for Crows and Port fans to give us their feedback. Is it, I'm always of the of the, the the thought process that is it enough? Have you done enough? Because it's all well and like it's if you add a, a like on paper you go right Rankin in Frampton out the team's better. Mm. Simple as that, right? Yep. But is it enough? Is it is it better enough for the season? You well, know, Port Francis other... Rioli come in, they lose Amon. Yep. Well, Port's team, their list looks better, right? But is it enough if they've missed the defender? Yeah, they clearly missed getting in defensive strength. Well, we'll put hmm. that out there. Oh four two seven one five four one double six. A stack of texts coming in. I'll get to all of those on the other side of the break. But let us know your thoughts on the Crows and Port Adelaide. The Hyundai Tucson Turbo Diesel, it's in stock now. This is the run home. Miles Fitzner filling in for Kim Dillon, Michelangelo Rucci with you. We'll be back right after this. A Balfour's in one hand and your team colours in the other. Balfour's are for the game. Tomorrow's car is in stock today. Tech driver Hyundai Tucson Turbo Diesel all-wheel drive. You're listening to the run home with Kimbo and the Rooch. Welcome back. Just gone 352. Well, you're making your way home from work. Miles Fitzner, Michelangelo Rucci, all thanks to Balfour's, no matter your club colours, Balfour's are for the game. This is the run home. A few off the text machine, Rooch, before I get to some breaking news just quickly. Um, uh, someone said, Miles um, Kane said yesterday morning Asava was the saviour, the premiership puzzle piece. This morning, according to Kane, Asava is just a depth player. Did anyone change their mind more during the trade period? Now, well, I mean, I don't think it would have been that contradictory. Knowing Kane, Rooch. Um, boys, it's simple. The power sold everything, had nothing to offer. Pretty simple. Another one came in saying it's conspiracy theory. Geelong didn't want Radagalia because that's their biggest weakness against the Cats. I don't think they would have looked at that. Port's list looks a lot better for a window in Geelong, three to four. Geelong has every right to say we're not going to help a team that we see as a competitor of us in that. I wouldn't have thought of that, Rooch. You have to. You don't make teams better. You. you that's a key lesson of trade periods is you make yourself better, but you don't aim to make a competitor better. So, well, so well, what happened when West Coast traded Chris Judd? They had no choice. He was going, going, gone. 
That wasn't yeah, a decision. I, I mean, but well, yeah. come on, they don't look at that. Oh, absolutely, Miles. You no. talk to any list. You talk to Matt Rendell after. They're not going to trade danger to the demons, of course, but do you know what I mean? Like, Miles, come on. Miles, that's how list management works. Is you look at competitors, and if Porter, if Porter considered to be a challenger next year, Geelong doesn't help them along that path. Do, right. And you reckon, and Ge- and you reckon Geelong when, went, we don't want to give you Radagalia because you're a challenger? Miles, that's how it works. No, but do you think Geelong thought Geelong that? would be sitting there saying, Port Adelaide has loaded up its midfield. It has attacking power. The one weakness it has is defence. Our record against Port, particularly in two finals, tells us we have an issue that we are not going to help them get better. That's how it works. Oh, that's, that surprises me. Miles, um, Miles, don't be surprised. That is how list management works. I, I, I understand. Measure, that... And if Geelong is sitting there saying, we would prefer Radagalia here to fill our needs... Not Port Adelaide's needs, and they've got him on contract. They hold now. If he was out yeah, of but, contract, yeah, but 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 I would have thought that it's more about filling their needs than not filling somebody else's needs. Is what I'm saying, Miles. It's I, not about keeping him away from someone. Miles, it's about whether or not Miles, he's better. When for... Nick Stevens wasn't traded by Port Adelaide to Collingwood, one of the key issues was, as Mark Williams said at the time, we're not trading him to Collingwood because that makes a competitor better against us. That's how it works, Miles. You don't make team. You don't fall back in the rankings. You've got to make sure. Yes, you trade players. If Radagalia was out of contract and there was no way they were going to recontract him, you it, you it then do the be... best deal for yourself. So, so you're saying that's what happened? It couldn't just be that they didn't get offered enough of what they thought for him. They decided to keep him. I would think in most circumstances, 33 would have been more than enough to do the deal. But so you think Geelong have kept him because they didn't want to make Port better? That's a key strategy in this game. No, but that's not what I'm asking you. Do you think that's why they what they did? I'm sure that was in their thinking. Okay. Now, uh, we spoke port- before about how the, the dreaded phone call that could come in professional sports when you're told you're being traded, the one that does exist in the AFL circuit, is when the list manager or the recruiting manager or even the club footy chief rings you, very rarely is it the coach these days, to say you are going to be delisted. At Sid in Richmond, sorry, and Richmond's considered one of the big winners of the trade period. Channel Seven, they, when they did their power rankings, have said Hopper and Taranto in. Uh, ranked, no one left. Fifty-three and sixty-three yeah, in the draft. They've ranked Richmond as the big winner of the trade period. It's all up for debate. But now Sydney Stack is among four players, aged twenty-two, thirty-five games in four years, cut, gone, done. Thanks for your services, Sydney. Thanks for all the memories. Oh, Thanks for uh, lighting up the AFL game. It surprises me that. we have no that. contract for you here. That's got to be part behavioural, surely. I, I, haven't, I haven't heard anything of recent times. To suggest that's, I mean, yeah, we know what happened up in the COVID period up in Brisbane. But I would um, say in the end, once you're bringing in players, and you know where Richmond is, is where they're going to have to find that new edge to move from uh, an also-ran to be a challenger again, it's... Clearly going to have to make some big cuts in their list management. So Art, Stack, Collier, Dawkins and Martin Gaunt from Richmond. A few more off the text here, um, Roach. The way the system works doesn't allow it to be enough for any team. It's not like in soccer where you can just buy what you need if you have exactly. the money. Teams only get a certain amount of trades. Port acquisition's better with long-term in mind. List seems stagnant, stuck in mud, looking at the short term. Just like a good car, the list will need another tune-up and service leading into an exciting 2024. Um, a few in Newport did well... To, um, and off here, a few of them said, okay, Port didn't get a Sava because they were scared of um, Port. Then somebody's told me to stick to horse racing. I'd love to know your occupation. Thank you. 
um, for somebody else. <laughs> Unreal. Um, uh, yeah, there are a few of them. It's probably divided like you and I were on that, Rooch. Um, well, that's a core not, theme of not, list management. If you, if you have a player who is going to significantly help the opposition, you're actually shooting yourself in the foot. And what you just, and then you've got to keep them on the list, manage big salaries and no, all that. And you think that Miles, there's one Miles, player all, to pull. Miles, it's not the it's not the only factor in it. You look at it and you would say, if we've got an excess to needs, we will trade that player out to make our list better. Our ultimate aim is to be better. Now Geelong is saying we're not better by moving Radagalia onto Port Adelaide. Correct. That's what I'm right. saying. That's what I'm saying. So it's him. not about Port Adelaide. Oh, They're saying no, the it's not about in. Port Adelaide. It's about we're better if I, we keep Radagalia. I will I will assure you that when Matt Randell comes on, if we ask him the question, how many trades weren't done because one team didn't want another team to get better? He'll tell well, you I can understand that at the top end of town, Roach, in the top four sides and trading really good players, but I can't understand that about a grand finalist that just built the life out of the next best team and worried about a team that didn't make the finals. Well, that didn't make the finals. Yeah, but you're judging Port on 20, well, well, 22. I mean, uh, so, on like the, so essentially what, what they look like for 2023? But essentially what we're saying is that yeah, Miles, Geelong... Miles, where's Port Adelaide looking for 2023 now? What, where would you rank Port for 2023? Oh, they'll make the finals. Right. But so they they're probably they're just... better off already. Oh, okay, they're better off. What if they had Radagalia in that defence? How much better are they? Better. All right. So there you yeah. are. That's the but I'm, I, But I'm... No, that's... You. I'm just saying Geelong... I don't think the Cats have made that decision... To but keep Miles, him on the list, Miles. I didn't say. Because... I didn't say they sat there and Andrew Mackey said we're not doing this deal because we make Port better, but it factors into the decision. It is not the overriding element of list management, but if it's a consideration every time, the same way that when Port looked at Nick Stevens going to Collingwood, it was quite clear not doing that trade. Gee, Collingwood were the real winners there, weren't they? Well, perhaps they were. Perhaps they were. Um, uh, not sending a player, what Rooch is saying in regards to not sending a player to a competitor to make them better is 100% correct. Richmond massively won the trade. Most other teams like Port Recruits have potential, no assurance from Joe. If you saying stay in your lane, like I said, you're more than happy to uh, to apply. It's kind of my work. Uh, Rooch, have you read today's advertiser? I have, but apparently there might be another chapter in the Radagalia to Port. Do you know anything about it? Hey, we'll um, play Jason Cripps' remarks on that after we get to Matt Randell after the news. Let's go. Welcome back to the run home. Thanks to Balfour's, no matter your club colours, Balfour's are for the game. Miles Fitzner, Michelangelo Rucci, live from SNSA's studio, Lumo. Uh, Mick from Para Hills, Jacko, both of them chiming in. Well done to you boys, champions. Uh, Miles, what shower did you come down in? It was obvious Geelong did what Root said from Lindsay. And um, there was another one in here saying, uh, this is a good one. Robbie Gray and Carl Amon go out. A 19-year-old kid and a flaky half forward come in. And Roach thinks the reigning premiers are shaking in their boots from Lewis. That's not, uh, anyway. what, I, that's not what I said, Lewis. My point <laughs> it's is, not, it isn't what he said, to I, be fair. I, I'm sure Matt Rendell will give us heaps of examples. He joins us on the line, uh, Matt Rendell, the AFL list guru. For all our trade radio updates, of course, trade your way with CMC Markets. Visit cmcmarkets.com. Hello, Matty. Oh, good afternoon, fellas. He's a busy man. Yeah, you know, well, doing the cricket in the studio yes, yesterday. You're in Melbourne or Adelaide? Oh, I'm in Melbourne. I'm in Melbourne, mate. I'm okay. in Melbourne. Matt, I'm doing my best. Matt, you don't have to buy coffee for a year. 
Uh, no, well, I was just about to say that I'm just trying to I'm just trying to work out how I'm getting to pay for coffee every day for a year. That's <laughs> there are ways. That there are ways. So seven seven five thirty five a week. It's only going to cost him sixteen hundred. That's yeah. all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you weren't surprised in the end, were you? Matt Kraut stays on the Adelaide list. No. Mm. Yeah, he stays on their list. Or they got a choice. They can pay him out yep. and drop him off the list. Yep. Um, so, or you know what? He puts his head down and he has a massive crack and he forces his way into the team. Correct. Now, Matt, we're intrigued. You thought 33 was appropriate value from Port Adelaide to a Geelong for Radigalia. We can't get to the bottom yep. of exactly what Geelong wanted. Neither Jason Cripps nor Andrew Mackey made that clear in their post-trade discussions. Miles and I have been banging on for the last 15 minutes. You've been there. As a list manager in the trade period, if you see a trade that's going to make a competitor better, how many times do you say, mm, not sure I really wanted to do them a favour? Um, well, I don't really worry about it, Roach. I, I worry yes. about making yes. us better. Yes! Making yeah. Victory! So Victory! If the, if the competitor... <laughs> gets better, I still think we'll beat them. So I, I still think our team will beat them even if they get better. Are you the exception, are you the exception of the rule? Oh, man? I love you, Matty. No, oh. I, it would be 100% roots. <laughs> you, don't, you don't think there are list managers there that say... Oh, no, well, do, do you reckon, do you reckon uh, Collingwood worry about Grundy? Oh, no, but that they're was... Both, that they, that made them better by better. getting rid of salary cap. But, uh, uh, they, Matt, they what essentially... Essentially, what we're saying is, is I put it up there that Geelong, they're not worried. They kept Radigalia because they didn't get enough, and he's better for them, not because they didn't want to make Port Adelaide no, better, no, more you, competitive. Miles, exactly. you were taking that out of context. Well, that's exactly. that was our argument, Roach. No, I'm saying part of any discussion is, are we making a competitor, a rival, better and harder to then compete against? Um, so you think Geelong? Just didn't want to do the deal because it'd make Port stronger. No, I'm not saying that's the only reason, Matt. But, but you're I, saying it's a part of it. I mean, I can well remember. I, reckon, I, I can well remember, Matt. You remember when... they'll beat Port. I, <laughs> Matt, you. I well remember when Nick Stevens was seeking to go to Collingwood and Mark Williams wouldn't entertain yeah. it because he said, I'm not going to make Collingwood better. Well, that worked out well, didn't it? Wow. <laughs> that, they lost him for nothing. Yes. <laughs> they did win a flag, though. Did win Stockhart a flag. did win a flag. And Collingwood took a I while to get their next one. And Collingwood beat them too, didn't they? Over uh, here, over in Adelaide. No, they not beat that year. In the final, didn't they? No, not that no. year, Matt. Not no, that it was, year. It was either. Uh, that was one, Geelong, Geelong, St Kilda, Brisbane. Two or three, Adelaide. wasn't it? Yeah, well, that's why. That's why Mark. Didn't one, want two, to or three. Yeah, I reckon Collingwood knocked them off in the final. Yeah. That's why Mark didn't want to make him better. Yeah. So. Um, All right, no, Matt. Well, so who won this trade well, period? Uh, well, there's about five or six clubs won the trade period. Look, Geelong, everyone's saying Geelong. Well, Sam just said then, they just got three players in who can't get a game with their team they're in and they've got a pick seven, they don't know who it is. Mm. So how have they got better? And I said, Daniel, I said, they're not preparing for next year, they're preparing for 2024 because I think they'll have a, quite a few retirees at the end of next year. Mm. Tui, maybe Duncan, maybe Smith, maybe Hawkins. Uh, four could be more, and I think they will play these kids. Well, they're kids; they're twenty-two-ish. Uh, they'll play them next year in preparation for two thousand twenty-four to keep them super competitive. But the interest will be: uh, we haven't seen Geelong without Selwood for how long? Fifteen years. Yeah. 
Richmond, clearly. Uh, Richmond, good. Yep. Melbourne? So Richmond, good. Port, great. Port, great. Melbourne, you think Port's great when they didn't solve that need for a defender? Oh, I'm not I'm not as perturbed about that as what um, Kane Corns is. Yeah. Lee is a good defender. Just play him on the best forward instead of trying to mess around with him being the interceptor. Uh, clearly, yes, good jobs on players. Jonas... Look, they're probably one short there. If they get an injury to Lear, Lear, they're in a bit of trouble against the team with calls. But I think their all-ground defence will be pretty damn good. Yeah. They'll be a lot fitter. And uh, I'm not particularly worried about it unless a really gets injured. But the other factor is I think they could put Finlayson back if they wanted to. Um, they've got plenty of key forwards, even Georgiatis. But he's not... Georgiatis only about a... He's about a 192, maybe. Um but Finlayson could easily go back too. It might solve the problem. Finlayson back. Um, Matty, can we go to the losers for the trade period? And four names that keep coming up uh, are Hawthorne, the Gold Coast, the Giants and St Kilda. Yeah, look, uh, they're not losers because they're in different stages of where they are in their uh, footy life. So uh, Gold Coast Suns had to get rid of money out of their cap. So they just took draft picks. They couldn't take too many players. They took, I think they got one, didn't they, um, long from St Kilda. Mm. Uh, GWS were the same. Had to get money out of their salary cap. Got a welter of draft picks. They'll bring some kids in. So they couldn't really do anything about bringing players in. They brought Bedford in. Um, Hawthorne, Hawthorne they, they get Amon, Meek and Stevens. But, geez, they lose, they lose Gunston, Mitchell and Jager O'Meara. Yeah, look, um, this is... Uh, Sam Mitchell building a Sam Mitchell team and not a Clarkson team. So with those players in there and not the young kids that brought in, they're just going to finish middle of the road. They're going to finish 10th to 14th every year. So he's made a decision out with the old. We're going to take as many kids. They'll go again to the draft next year. Um, Who's left? Wingard's last year of his contract. I bet you he has a great year next year, so he knows he's, he's probably <laughs> on the way out. Yeah, true. Um, so, so they've got a really good defence of young kids. They'll build that. They're, they lack in the midfield for depth there, but they don't care. They're going to play your Josh Wards and your mm. Newcombs. They're just going to stay in there. And Cooper Stevens now, out on the wing. So uh, it's going to take... It's, it's a rebuild, in essence, which is like two or three years behind the Crows and North. So they're doing this. The Crows and North will get back up and Hawthorne will be coming in behind them if they do some really smart things around drafting and three years maybe do some free agency. They'll have a lot of money in their cap like the Crows and North have got at the moment. Well, your man in Brisbane did deliver, as you said, Matt. He got Josh Dunkley over the line. Plus he's loaded up with draft picks, 34, 35, 36, 38, 55, 56, 73. So there's heaps of points. They do fall short then on draft picks for next year. Is it a win for Brisbane? Well, he's only got 2,400 for this year. Yeah. So he's got about 2-4. If he, if he gets called out first, Ashcroft, yep. there's the 2-4 already gone without Fletcher. He can go into deficit to 700. I got a feeling that GWS won't call out Ashcroft first pick. They'll call out Cadman. And then Scotty Clayton and, and Brady Rawlings will call out uh, Ashcroft probably second pick, which saves him 500 points, yep. which allows him to get Fletcher in with a minor deficit. And they'll probably do some activity. They'll know before the draft what GWS going to do. And if they, if GWS don't call him out, first pick, um, 
they'll just sit there. But if uh, it's going to go out first pick, they'll have to try and uh, get some points in. The deficit's not too great next year. Mm. So, the wash-up, was it a trade period that reinforced again that player movement's really hot again in, a, in AFL circles? Oh, absolutely. Uh, it was a great trade period. Fantastic trade. Best one we've had. And people go, oh, the good clubs got stronger. Well, the good clubs got stronger because there's about seven or eight of them reckon they can win the flag next year. So they deliberately tried to get stronger. Yeah. The teams down the bottom, they had no chance of making even the eight. Um, but certainly not winning a flag. So what they've done is prepare with draft picks, getting kids in. Yeah. It makes a lot of sense what happened. And the teams in the middle, so Swannies didn't have to do anything. They got the best kids in the comp. Yeah. Same with Essendon. The real, <coughs> the real one in the in the middle there. That's I don't know what the hell's going on, St Kilda. Yeah. Because they they're neither here nor there. They ain't. They're not winning a flag. They're not going to go to the bottom, but they're going to finish right in the middle there all the time. And no they need to land. make a decision on what they yeah. want to do. Yeah, that's the famous no man's land where you you just don't have yep. the draft picks to go up and you don't have the capital to move on. M- Matty, exactly. then, then where where do you put right now then? You're talking about teams that are absolutely no chance and teams that are going to fight for it. Where do you put Port Adelaide and the Crows? Oh, I've got Port Adelaide in the top four. They stuffed up their pre-season last year. They finished second the year before. They completely messed up the preliminary final. They should have played Melbourne in the grand final in Perth, and they were a massive chance to win it. Um, they completely stuffed up last year, but they're still a young team. So you know, Sydney, both- Melbourne... Sydney, Melbourne, Geelong, Brisbane and Richmond, who are everyone's touting as the five, that Port are, they're in that mix, in that fold. Absolutely they are. Yep. Um, they're, they're way better. Um, and especially if they can get Fantasia up there. I mean, that's a big hit. Um, they get Fantasia and Rioli in there. That's dangerous forward line. Horn Francis in the middle there. Um, they got <coughs> plenty of players to replace them on. they got a welter of running backs who are beautiful kicks. Uh, don't, and the important one is I don't want to lose a Leary Lear. It's super important. I don't know if they can do anything pre-season draft. Do they take back a Skinner or something like that just in case? He's a, you know, he's a, he's a 198. Just in case. I don't know if they can allow a spot there, but they should be scouting far and wide to see if there's a big uh, 198-centimetre uh, key back that they can find somewhere. Even in the draft, maybe from Perth. I don't know. Uh, uh- so the Crows, we were, last time I was on with Roach, I copped a bit of heat and the odd death threat because I said yeah. the, the Crows are closer to the spoon than they are the eight. No, well, so you should have. Uh, they're closer <laughs> to the eight. Um, closer to the eight, they get Rankin. Who's, who's, look, Rankin could be a, a superstar. He's a star, but he could be a superstar. Gets fit with the best mm. uh, strength and conditioning coach in the world. Um, his record of teams that he's strength and conditioning, they're always better in the second year when he works out what they can do and what they can't do. So a bit of trial and error in his first year. They were a fit team anyway. I saw someone write that recently, and we we knew that anyway. Um, And he's made them better this year. I thought Fogarty would be the big improver under Burgess, and he was. Um, Their only issue here is um, heavy reliance on Butts and Murray to stand up the whole year. They really haven't got a replacement unless they trial Himmelberg or someone back there. They really need to, with Frampton gone, which is debatable whether he's good enough anyway, um, they need to find someone as a backup there. Matt, which worries AFL House more? 
hearing Greater Western Sydney say the go-home factor's working against them or mm. a first-round draftee doesn't finish his contract at North Melbourne? Well, they'd be worried about both. Um, look, that's no surprise what GWS said. I mean, I used to do the same thing when I was at the Crows. I, I had great con- more consideration for taking Vic Country kids. So 60% of kids get picked from Victoria. Yeah. So I had more consideration for taking Vic Country kids because Melbourne wasn't a place they were interested in living. They love the country. Country kids love the country. So I tried to hone in on the country kids. They, they really liked Adelaide. You know, it's not too big. You can move around pretty easily. Um, so this is, this is not, nothing new. Brisbane did it. They took all those city kids. They all nicked off in one year. Ace, Polnick, uh, Yo and the likes. And they went for Vic Country kids. And look at them now. You know, they went for McCluggage, the Berries. Um, there's, Neil uh, McCarthy. Rainer, I think. Um, so, well, they're South Australians. Uh, but uh, they went for the Country kids. And look at them now. They're all staying. No one's leaving. Yeah. So this is nothing new. you just got to be... You've got to do your homework when you're doing the interviews and you speak to your... To every man his dog about this player, what do you think? Do you think you'll want to go home? How strong is the family ties? You ask a lot. Of, you ask about their girlfriend. Players get bemused when you ask them about their girlfriend. It is crucial for interstate teams to find out about their girlfriends. I didn't know. No, well, I tell you what. A player I picked didn't have a girlfriend when I did my last interview with him. Picked him in the draft, and he went home after two years. His missus was desperate for him to come back to Victoria. Now, he didn't have the girlfriend. <laughs> he, he got the girlfriend between my last interview and the draft. <laughs> well, it, it does happen, so, Matty. We're desperately late for a break here, mate. appreciate your yep. chat. Um, look, thanks for uh, thanks for everything that you, that you do on the show in the trade period. I know it's a busy time for you and I appreciate everything. No worries, fellas. Much appreciated. Enjoy your Thank coffee, you. Matt. Matty Rendell, yeah, for, for the whole year. Trade Radio updates thanks to CMC Markets. Definitely have to go to a break. Running superbly late. We'll be back right after this on the run home. A Balfour's in one hand and your team colours in the other. Balfour's are for the game. Tomorrow's car is in stock today. Tech driver Hyundai Tucson turbo diesel all-wheel drive. You're listening to The Run Home with Kimbo and the Rooch. Well, welcome back. The Hyundai Tucson Turbo Diesel, it's in stock now. Rooch, we're running desperately late. Um, uh, Lindsay's chimed in. He said, Matty Lloyd, Kane uh, and me, three out of four AFL legends. Argument over from Lindsay. Um, good show, <laughs> Jody, the Bulldog supporter. Um, uh, someone said, you're right, Rooch. I'm sure a bloke playing B grade makes Geelong look better. Look out. Um, Miles, benchmark 58 runner trying to compete in the group one. There's a lot coming for me. Um, no, 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 Miles, let's get this... On the table, correct. <laughs> You've just you heard me. Matt Randell say Port is now in the top four frame. Geelong's there not to give Port Adelaide a leg up when it doesn't help them. But you just heard him say he never thought of it at all well, in Matt, regards Matt's to trade. Matt's one always out of the box. but I can He give just you, said I can he give never you, thought of it. I can Rich. give you a list manager after list manager who will say, I don't do deals if it puts a genuine competitor against me in a better position than I am. Geez, I'll just, I'm just keep looking at Linesy here, and he's uh, <laughs> he's got a big smile on his face. <laughs> oh, so, look, Roach, we can agree to disagree. I think they're worried about themselves, and they didn't worry about others. That's my opinion. All right. All right. It's well, only my opinion. Big question is, will Port Adelaide be after 
Asava Radagalia in 12 months' time when he's out I of contract, so. particularly when Asava's made it clear he wanted to play for Port Adelaide in 2023. Jason Cripps on what happens next. We'll certainly follow Asava. We, we, we love him at our footy club, but obviously 12 months is a long time. But I think it's been well documented, you know, well talked about that, you know, an, an area of need for us is, is, our, is our key backs and, and bringing some players, you know, into the club to sort of give us some depth in that role. We'll continue to explore that, but we'll certainly track Asaba uh, well into next year and, and see what it looks like in 12 months' time. So where will well, he be in 12 months? He'll probably be there. Probably. He'll probably. probably be at Port. Hey, Roots, we're desperately late. We've yep. got to go to a break and then the news at 4.30. And then on the other side of that, Joe Gauchy, Adelaide United goalkeeper. Billy Dowling still to join us. We'll talk to him about what the um, the draft combine was like. Craig Stasevich, Todd Gray. Plenty more to come. This is The Run Home with Kimbo and the Rooch. A Balfour's in one hand and your team colours in the other. Balfour's are for the game. Tomorrow's car is in stock today. Tech driver Hyundai Tucson turbo diesel all-wheel drive. You're listening to The Run Home with Kimbo and the Roots. We're filling in. Michelangelo Rucci with you live from SNSA's studio at Lumo. Rooch, we've packed it right in, but it is news time. Yes. Joe Gauchi on the other side, though. United. You got a few questions lined up for him. Well, absolutely. Not a and then we'll, not a perfect start for United when you're playing against a ten man side and you actually fall one goal down. It certainly isn't. We'll ask him about that. Mm. Billy Dowling still to join us. News time, back in a moment. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au. Predict Australia's score with a crystal ball. And it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply.